Previously heard on Good Hope FM. It's just gone 20 minutes to 1 o'clock and that means it's time for... Hey, hey, hey. How's that? The Youth Booth on the Music Lab. Celebrating young people with inspiring stories. And today... Today I'm so excited to have a guest who I've had the privilege of hearing speak before and he inspired me so much I thought it was time for us to bring him into the youth booth. Dude, it's been so long and I feel like it's taken us far too long to get to this point right now. Henry, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good to have you here in the studio. So first of all, I think there's so much to tell of your story because I mean you've got so much to share. Uh, but let's let, let, leave that in your hands. Tell us your story. Currently I'm... Um just finished my third year LLB at Stellenbosch University. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born with glaucoma, uh, diagnosed just, just shortly after birth. We moved around quite a lot, went to various schools, even did some private schooling uh-huh. um, and homeschooling. Um, I got involved into swimming from a young age and took that up uh, um, to Olympic level, medaled in 2012. Yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. And in terms of your journey, I mean, like you said, you, you were born with your sight and then you got a glaucoma, glycoma, whatever. <laughs> in the studio, I can't even figure out the way to spell it or pronounce it. Uh, you grew up with, with that sort of space of being able to see first and then uh, sort of going blind. And a lot of people would lose hope in that process. You didn't. So would you talk us through your Olympic journey and sort of your school journey? Because not only were you an academic achiever, not only are you studying your LLB, but you're also head boy. Yes, I matriculated in 2010 at Pioneer School in Worcester. Um also being head boy there. Jeez, um, dude. <laughs> I wasn't even head boy. And I'm like, I think I feel like I, I didn't push enough of my future moving forward. And then your Olympic journey? 2012 was my first Olympic. I won bronze for my 100 meter freestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so my personal best time. And I just competed at the Rio 2016 Paralympic Games as well. Uh, I finished fourth. Um, overall, I was happy. And yeah, the swimming was, was always something I loved. And I think being able to see um, at a young age was to my advantage to a large extent mm-hmm. um, not not in the swimming or n- not from a swimming perspective but in general life knowing what things look like abstract concepts like color for example because how do you explain that to someone that yeah. has never been able to see <laughs> yeah. for example <laughs> and the way my parents raised me I think taught me a lot never to pretty much to give up and mm. being blind was, 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 was not the end of the world mm. so I was raised normally I had an older brother and there was no distinction how they raised us mm. and mm. I think that made a yeah, quite a big, a huge difference. A huge difference. Yes. What's exciting about your sort of journey that I think is fascinating is that not only were you um, sort of getting through life and trying to say this isn't going to affect me, but you you're achieving more than what most people with their full ability don't even manage to achieve in their lifetime. I mean, like look at myself, look at anyone. I'm pretty sure anyone who's listening would say, "Well, I haven't even achieved any of those things in my life." So there's something particular about your journey that has pushed you beyond what you believe to be normal. What is that driving force? I think it's my own need to succeed and will to always do better. Mm-hmm. Um, I've quite I have quite a strong drive and very high ambition, um, and yeah, I'm very dedicated. If I decide to do something, then I put my mind to it, and I will I will do it. Even doesn't matter what comes in comes in the way, yeah. or how hard it is, and what mm. sacrifices needs to be done. Um, 
You're pretty inspiring, man. I, I honestly listened to your talk, and we, when you were giving your speech at the SA Guide Dogs Association, uh, their fundraiser, uh, we you literally you left that room in silence, I think, afterwards. I think you were probably the reason why they raised so much money that day. Um, but not only, like I said, head boy in high school, going blind at sort of 15, going to the Olympics not once but twice, also meddling and having all that focus, also doing your LLB, and now you're getting married on Friday, which we're also very excited about. Uh, where are you guys getting married, and what's the big celebration, and how long have you guys been dating? Yeah, I'm very excited. I must say I'm fortunate to have an amazing fiance. Um, we actually met through my guide dog, Stan. It's an interesting story as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're getting married in Stellenbosch, just outside in the wine farm there at Clome Alvern. Lovely. I'm um, very excited. And yeah, it's it's time for a new chapter and new phase. Mm. <laughs> excited for the future that lies ahead man well i'm super excited as well and um, we've got you in the studio so if anyone has any questions or comments you'd like to share with us you can go and find us on facebook it's good fm also on twitter at good fm you can give me a call at 9497 we'd love to hear from you and so what we're going to do in the next chat that we're going to have we'll speak more about his message to the youth of the country especially coming from somebody who's been through what he has been through and sort of achieved the amount that he has achieved so i'd love to hear from you guys too send through some love on our facebook and twitter account and what we're speaking about disability i know the SABC has made history with regards to disability in the country. The SABC Foundation has launched the hashtag Disability360 campaign. Uh, basically, they're ur- urging all listeners, um, whether you have a disability or not, to follow the uh, different accounts. They've got one on Facebook, it's SABC Disability360. On uh, Twitter, it's SABC Disability. And on Instagram, it's SABC Disability360. So I hope you guys can remember that. Let's go and search for it. Uh, there's some really cool content on there that they're trying to sort of cover. It's on air, it's online, as well as on the ground as well. You can also email the team, Disability360, at sabc.co.za for more information. Now that is brought to you by the Disability Foundation and the SABC Foundation. So we want to hear from you. Head over to our Facebook page, Good Hope FM. Find us on Twitter. It's at Good Hope FM. We'd love to hear from you as we're focusing at the moment on the youth booth. Henry Herbst is my guest. Went blind at the age of 15, has been to the Olympics twice and is just achieving at every corner that he finds himself at. Uh, so Henry, off air we were speaking a bit about your journey thus far and I think a lot of people have had the debate. I know I've had it with my families. Would I rather go blind uh, from the minute I'm born or would I rather go blind in stages and have seen at least something so I kind of know what things look like but then if you do that then you'll know what you're missing out on as well what has your journey been like thus far and that yeah it must have been really hard for you to be able to at your most impressionable age of like sort of 15 your teenage years slowly seeing your sight literally disappear before your eyes no pun intended yes definitely um I think there's advantages to to both scenarios but for me it was probably one of the hardest things to make peace with and accept the fact that you are going blind and you can literally see over a course of few months like oh suddenly you, you can't read this anymore mm. and there's pretty much nothing you can do like i had we stopped counting counted at number 45 uh, eye operations so we literally tried wait wait everything. wait 45 eye operations yes 45 to, tr- to try and achieve what to try and keep the vision I had and to improve it. So okay. I had my first eye op at the age of one week mm. old. And thereafter, it was on a bi-weekly basis, pretty much. And I had my last one in grade 10. And thereafter, it was pretty much... Yeah, there wasn't anything or any use to try anymore. Sheesh. All right, so then talk me through some of the stigmas that I think you face because I think disability is one of those things that I, me being a duckback that I've always has been, like always get myself into corners. But I think one thing that I have learned is that, you know, everybody's got something that they're going through and we can't like necessarily treat people that are different to us as outside of who we are. So you must face that on a daily basis. People must treat you so differently. 
He has one of the biggest, strangest uh, stereotypes are definitely, for some reason, people do think that a disability is contagious. So, at least they'll treat, <laughs> they'll treat you that way. <laughs> like, what do they do? Do they walk up to you and, like, rather not shake your hand? They will... No, they won't even walk up to you. So, oh. yeah, they'll either just ignore you or... I'm not sure if it's that they don't know how to approach the situation, mm. but the fact is, if, even if you have a, have a dis- dis- disability, if it is being blind or in a wheelchair, you're a normal, normal person, normal human being, and everything else works. So you're just missing that one one sense or limb mm. or mm. what the case might be. And in being blind, specifically, people think that you're either deaf as well or dumb, so they tend to talk slow or talk louder can you hear me yeah exactly like that <laughs> although one thing they love to do is if you, if you are with someone else like a sighted person they'll mm. ask is he hungry oh my god it always sounds ridiculous but it is so true like we laughing about this but it is such a true thing i i wouldn't be surprised because people aren't exposed to this on a daily basis they don't grow up with something like this in their lives so it is it's it almost is like a panic people go into this anxious panic of like what do i do with this person right now and i'm sure you must have uh, particular things that you'd wish people did differently to you so if somebody saw you walking in the street or you were walking in the street what, what would you expect people to do the pretty much just approach the person like you would approach anyone else so obviously talking is important so that he knows you're there or Mm. you're talking to him Mm -hmm. Um, but otherwise just treat them normally don't try and do something weird or funny or and most in most cases if they need help they'll ask for help okay cool because i think one of the things that that comes with disabilities that the the scale of things in terms of your disability and i i think something like what you've been through if you were for instance very ill at the moment i think people would be a little bit more anxious to be you know over compassionate and over kind but i mean look at your story you freaking finishing off your llb you've been to the olympics twice you've been become head boy of your school you've done everything that you any guy would want to do and i think people should be more intimidated by you than they should be like shame let, let, let me help or let me like reach out to try and do something different so what would your message be to the young people in our country who maybe have got this going on in their, their lives maybe they're going through something maybe there's somebody in their family or their close circle of friends who has got a disability or maybe is going blind what is your message to the young people to encourage them this week to come i was raised with the motto life is not fair so deal with it and hmm. you, the life of the world doesn't owe you anything. So my personal motto became, it's not the circumstances in which you place, but the spirit in which you face them. Mm-hmm. And let no one tell you you can't do it because if you can dream it, pretty much you can do it. So you must just be willing to hard to do work hard enough and do make the sacrifices that's necessary awesome dude and even wearing the t-shirt that says just do it just go out there and do it find those dreams find those passions and make them happen you heard it from the man himself we're in the youth booth on the music lab on good up fm finding young people to inspire you over the weekend henry hopes is my guest uh, and what's so fascinating about your journey i think is that people always believe that oh but my life is so hard uh, and when you hear your story and you realize what you've achieved what exactly is hardness and it's all about the attitude with which you go and put yourself in it and you face those challenges with so henry thanks for coming to share your story with us today and continue to inspire people what's next for you for now it's the wedding and the next chapter i'm finishing my studies next year and then we'll see what's happening on the swimming front and there's a few extreme things i still want to do i still want to break the world's land the world blind land speed record and get more involved in the awareness making and sa guide dogs they're already doing a fantastic job right well what is the world land speed record for the blind Currently, it's set at 326 kilometers per hour. And what are you going to aim for? 
anything above that, at least improve it by at least 10k. Oh my gosh. You have to be blind to do something like that because to be crazy enough to see all that stuff passing by you at that sort of pace and not be scared. I don't even... I think my car... Um, actually, I shouldn't say this on air. I'm not going to say this on air. I'll probably... There's a cop listening out that will come after me. Well, good luck with that and good luck for the wedding on Friday. May your wedding and your rest of your lives together be so blessed. I can't wait to see how you two are going to continue to inspire the rest of the world. So thank you for joining us. Have a great Sunday and yeah, just go out and continue to inspire the nation. Thank you for having me. It was great. Awesome. That's Hendrik Hopes joining us on Good Hope FM in our youth booth as we celebrate young people doing inspiring things with their lives. Hey, yo, check it out. Good Hope FM. Goodhopefm.co.za now.